the fire, merry meet, dare to more than dabble. All are welcome at our hearth for a little bonfire babble. Bonfire babble. Welcome to the bonfire. Exploring magic with two modern witches. I'm Corey. And I'm Detta. And I'm here to make your life difficult. Hey. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> so we do this hold for room tone right before we start to speak, everyone. And right when we held, all this noise started coming from uh, somebody who I love very much's office upstairs. <laughs> oh, I couldn't hear it. So I thought you <laughs> yeah. were making that face at my little crab dance. No, no. Your little crab dance is adorable. I love your little crab dance. Thanks. <laughs> Hi, everybody. We're talking about workplace magic today. Could not be more appropriate. Yeah. And I have a lot to say about it. Great. So much. I'm so glad. I know. And I have a teeny bit of what I'm going to call library. Okay, cool. Yeah. I don't really have a lot of library. And I also have only the most beautiful general of outlines because (laughs) I had a hard time organizing my thoughts for this because I, I have a lot that I think. Uh-huh. And I have not ever had to articulate it. Oh, there are a lot of feelings here. I have lots of feelings here because, of course, I have feelings about work in general. I, and you all may have feelings about it, too. You may love your work. You may have just started a new job. You may be getting ready to start a new job or leave an old job or be in one that you've been in forever and want to leave. Who knows? Who knows where you are right now in your work life? And it's a sign of how much I love all of you. That I will be willing to talk about my job, Mm. even in the abstract, for this long on a time when I am off the clock. (laughs) Your cat looks so affronted that you just had the audacity to move near her. Oh, oh, yeah. Khaleesi's (laughs) here. Yeah. She was very cute. She is offended by everything. I'm not sure. And she'll yell at me and cry at me and I'll try I'll, I'll try to address her needs and she won't she'll just keep crying no matter what I do and I'm like what am I not doing I don't know Callie I don't know my aunt Linda was telling us a story about her cat that recently passed alas but that it would never let her pet it she would never let her pet him let her pet her and one time she figured out that it was because she liked having her fur tugged on oh and oh. Linda found that out by accident and once she started getting in tugging gently on the hair on the cat the cat was like oh you're my best friend oh that makes sense the hypothesia of very just petting oh now i'm gonna try that with yeah nope 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 not no. yet okay <laughs> it's not for every cat yeah i think the library things that I'm bringing you all, don't skip it because there's some safety stuff that I want to go over as well. Mm. I think that the library is the place to do that. And even though, Corey, you don't have it, I think once I start mentioning things, you will have a lot to contribute. So let's head to the library. Let's go to the library. I could go for a cozy chair. All right. These are the things I... (laughs) Breathe in the book smell. Because it'll calm us when we talk about work. Enjoy or, the enjoy the stained glass. Breathe in the book smell. <laughs> the fire's going. Mm. And if you want, there's hot cocoa or tea. Mm. You decide. Totally your decision. Marshmallows. Yeah. Or maybe even a little whiskey. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not here to judge you. Yeah. Me either. Here are things that I want to talk about right up front. We're going to talk about some things that you can bring into your workplace 
but I want you to check out where you live. I know we have a lot of listeners in the Bible Belt. And even if you think you're safe, make sure you are. And I'm going to give you lots of things that can hide in plain sight, and I'm sure Corey is as well. But just, first of all, just be aware of that and be aware be aware of what your company's policies are. They shouldn't be able to discriminate because being a pagan is considered a protected religion. And I can tell you that because these are the things I want to go over. The military has already fought for this right and won. So all branches of the military, you are allowed to, to state that being pagan or Wiccan or even just a witch, if you're neither of those things, is considered religious and under religious protection. Right now, though, there's a case going on that you may or may not have heard about in Pennsylvania, and it is at a metaphysical store, and the owner does tarot readings for money because that's what she does. She does that sacred energy exchange. She received a cease and desist because it's against the law in Pennsylvania. It's not a law they enforce, except that they found out she had a lot of attention in an article, and they came by her place and told her that it's illegal. So I think there's a workaround in Pennsylvania, but I'm not sure that she gets to say it's for entertainment purposes only. It's illegal because it's considered fortune-telling, and fortune-telling is on the books. I, I said that, y'all, because Corey was looking at me like, what? Uh, on, it's on the books in Pennsylvania. I have a question, but I didn't want to interrupt mm-hmm. your flow. Oh, yeah, please. And so I hold that face, so I hold that <laughs> question at the front of my brain. I love that face. So is this a case of one of those like old like puritanical laws that mm-hmm. like people just forgot about? Mm-hmm. Sick. Yeah. It's all over the internet. You can find it very easily. Just type in Pennsylvania witchcraft fortune telling illegal or something like that. It is everywhere right now because a lot of people are getting involved. A lot. I'm really annoyed. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's, it's annoying. I'm doing it's, my best right now to do some exercises that my therapist taught me to not let my response be out. I love it. I love it. Here are other places where you are allowed, but you might want to be careful because you just never know who's with you, even though it's legal. You are allowed to put down your religion or no religion when you're in the hospital. Mm -hmm. You are allowed to be treated any way you want in a mortuary, what your relatives have asked for. You have that right. I want to refer you back to Mortellus on this. Do I have to wear black? Has a lot of that legal information in there that you can draw on. You would be amazed. I had no idea. You have a right to a lot of things. And also, this is also what I found out. I was told because I wanted to, I know this might sound gross. I wanted to keep my uterus when I had it out. I, I I really did. It is mine. And I was told, no, it's a safety hazard. It's against the law. It's not. I'm so angry. I didn't know that beforehand. It is so not against the law. You can take your body parts home. Anyway, know your rights. That's that's my biggest library stuff. There's so much research out there. If you're interested in it all, especially if you're on Patreon, but even if you're not, I'm happy to put some stuff together and post it on the free part of Patreon about this and what your rights are. But then I also just want to throw out, you 
I don't want to assume or think badly of nurses who believe differently than you. They're human. You just have to check out your safety. Just check it out and act accordingly. That's my library. Having said all of that, I have a lot of stuff that you can hide in plain sight. Yeah, I would say also just remember, this is a conversation I've been having recently with somebody. Mm -hmm. You don't owe anybody an explanation of your beliefs. You do not. I Really, if you aren't already practicing this sentence, I encourage you to practice this sentence. I actually don't discuss my personal life at work. And that's a firm, hard boundary. And if somebody presses that hard enough, that's HRable. They have to respect that boundary. You don't owe them anything. At a certain point, it becomes harassment. And we hope it doesn't get to that point and they respect that boundary in the first place. But you're allowed Mm -hmm. to say, I don't discuss my personal life at work. That is reasonable. You don't owe them any more than that. That is perfectly okay. Practice that. And practice it just like that without any, I'm so sorry, but, or, oh, gee, I just don't. I don't discuss my personal life at work. I don't discuss my personal life at work. I love that. And if you want to soften it, you can say, I appreciate that you're interested in me. I don't discuss my personal life at work. But don't apologize. Don't cut your knees out from underneath you. Remember, it's your job. And in very, very rare cases, you get to work with people you care deeply for. But for the most part, they're not your family. Don't let them trick you into thinking you're all a big happy family there. Yeah, I made that mistake. Yeah, we all have. They're not your family. And truly, you see them at work. And it is okay for you to continue to not know each other like that. Yeah. Let's, I want to, I want to talk about this further when we talk about workplaces, which I'd love to do out at the bonfire. Yeah, let's head out there. Yeah, the different types. Let's head on out. There's a cozy little umbrella over our bench by the bonfire because it's a rainy. It is rainy. rainy. Callie's here, and I don't know if you can hear her or not, but she's here. She's going to hang out. (laughs) So there are lots of different types of workplaces, right? Mm -hmm. And And there are also a lot of different types of professions. So, for example, I teach theater, so sometimes I do use personal examples from my life. But just because you share one part of your personal life at work doesn't mean you have to share everything. Mm-hmm. So keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. Big, and big distinction. So important. Yeah. And let's talk about all the different ways we now work. So when we're talking about workplace life, you might sit in your home all day on a computer and think, I don't have anything to worry about. Okay, but you're connected to that outside world. So what do you have in your space? And sometimes some of you are working from home and you're interacting with people. I know you do, Corey. Yeah. Sometimes, and I I do as well, even though I'm not doing it live, I'm doing it asynchronously right now. Sometimes I have work meetings and I have them online. Some of you are in offices. Some of you are in daycares. Some of you are in other people's homes. Some of you are outside. Some of you work from your car. 
So how how do you incorporate these things? And Corey, if it's okay, I'd love to start with the ones where you have to deal with other people seeing what protections and magic you might bring. Does that sound okay? Yeah, I would love to preface that with I have perhaps too cavalier an attitude. My attitude, especially when I am on calls at work, like on video meetings, is I fucking dare you to say something, which is the attitude I have in general when I'm around harsh vibes, Mm -hmm. is go ahead, bring it on. (laughs) (laughs) I don't really hide. I don't have my altar in plain sight, but I don't hide all my spooky shit. Mm -hmm. Like I've got my plants and I've got my like weird paintings. And I, when my desk was pointed the other way, I had my painting of witches flying to the Sabbath visible Mm -hmm. behind me. And it's covered in naked women flying through the air with like demons and shit. Cause tell me I have to take it down. I dare you. That being said, there are very personal things around me on my desk that I do not show. Yeah. And there are very personal things in my office that I do not show. I do not show my ofrenda. I do not show my altar. I do not show where my books are. I don't show any of that. When I was oriented in the room in that direction, I would just make my background fuzzy. Yeah. Because those are mine and you don't get to see them. But most of my workplace magic is focused around myself. That's very important to me. And it's about my ability to endure, adapt to, or protect myself from things at work. Mm. I work at a place that I can't believe in, and I certainly do not support morally. Unfortunately, due to the nature of the world we're in, I'm stuck there right now. I'm stuck there. And I I do feel, I was actually talking to my therapist about this, I do feel truly stuck. Hopefully, that will change soon. I'm working on it. As far as interacting with others, I do my very best to project an attitude that says, keep your mouth shut about my personal stuff. Not like in a mean way, just in a, it's none of your business. So let's focus on work since we're all in this hell together. Okay. Do you want to share anything that you do magically? Oh yeah. I've been doing candle magic. I try to do it every morning. I'm not a hundred percent consistent and that's okay. Yeah. Have grace with yourself, Corey. It's okay. I try to do candle magic every day. I've been using my making breakfast and coffee time to ground myself for the day, especially if I have mm-hmm. meetings coming up with people that I know I can't stand or that are detrimental to my getting my job done. I use charms around my desk. I do strength and fortification of self. I do clearing of negative energies. Sometimes at the end of the day, I will scream and that is helpful. Or I will ring my bells or swing my broom around or go smoke a joint about it. I have to be pretty fastidious about that because I work from home. Yeah. And my altar is in my office. Here are some things that if you are working in an office, let's start there, or any place public where you have to see other people in a physical space, you can put a... Or what? I said RIP. (laughs) Yeah. You can have a mirror in your drawer. You can put flowers on your desk. You can put a potted 
plant in your desk and in that you can bury things. You can make a witch's bottle protection spell and put it in your potted plant and just make it small. You can bring pictures and put sigils on the back of them and then cover that. And they don't have to be pictures of your family unless you can't do all of this. And and I'll get to that as well. I know some people are even more strict than that. I also do the bell things or did when I was in. I do it here as well. You, you Bells unlike, are v- so great for clearing and you just like the sound of bells then. Or, nice. you know, yeah. Or if you can have, a, I have a tiny chime that I hang in my office here and every once in a while I'll just hit it and you could have a chime on your desk. You probably don't have wind in your office. And then every once in a while, you can just hit it and make sound. Nobody has to be in the office with you when you do it, or they could be, as long yeah. as that doesn't piss them off. Because you can't, in most workplaces, burn candles, which yeah. I do, of course, love. You could get a little electric candle if you want. Mm-hmm. Oh, You're yeah, totally you welcome could. to do that. Yeah, absolutely. And you can also do work magic around well let me let me keep with the protection for just a moment so talismans if you can't or don't feel comfortable having things on your desk or in your workplace you can wear something you can you can tattoo yourself uh, <laughs> you can put herbs in your shoes or crystals in your bra you can also, again, if you can have that potted plant, you can put crystals in your plant if you don't want people to see them. Under the dirt, yeah. Yeah. You can also, if you're not scared of anybody going into your desk or you have the right to privacy, which there's not a lot of right to privacy in a workplace, everybody. Just please be aware of that, even on the computer, especially at our work because it's state-owned. That's another story for mundane times. You can put things in your desk drawer. I'm sure I'm not going to say this right. Mandalas. Am I saying it right, Corey? Mandalas. Mandalas. See, I knew it. I was putting the syllabus in the wrong place, and I knew I was going to. Those can be made of crystals and beads, and you can take them, and they can be used as calming. So those are protection things if you're dealing with harsh stuff at work. But let's say you like stuff at work, or even if you don't, and you still want to draw good energy to you, you can create spells around an object and bring that object into the office. Same thing. You can put the sigil of attraction on the back of a picture. And then again, of course, cover it so that in case anybody opens stuff up, I don't, I put sigils and or the evil eye Mm. on a lot of our documents, Corey, when Mm. they go out into the world. And I, Put the transparency down to one. Now, I would think if you're in a workplace environment, like a corporate workplace, I'm sure they could find that. So I don't know how safe that would be for you to do that. There are a lot of ways that you can do that around your computer. So, for example, how many of you clean your screens? Oh, pretty often, yeah. Yeah. Take some hydrosol, not essential oil. You could put some aromatherapy hydrosol on your cleanser, on your, on, I, I clean it with a, a sheet that's already pre-moistened. You can, you can do that and clean your computer with that and keep that energy. And I'm doing a lot of technomancy right now, everybody. I've been looking for a lot of that. So 
Those find, are some ideas there. I find also a great way to like unclog energies and make room for better ones to come is get yourself an air can. Oh. Blow the dust out of the cracks yes. of everywhere. Do that at least once every two weeks because human beings, our bodies, Gross and weird sometimes, and they're always shedding skin cells, and then there's crumbles everywhere, or hair. Mm -hmm. Get yourself a little air can or a little vacuum, and let that be a ritual for you. Because yeah. it's, you're just cleaning. You're doing maintenance on your desk. No one has exactly. to notice. And you can be chanting spells to yourself underneath quietly if you want to. Here's the thing about doing spells silently. When I do spells silently in a public place, and that's why I'm doing them silently, I add my breath magic to it. Mm. So I can be saying a chant, and, it, and I'm going to give an example. I'm cleaning my desk. I'm cleaning it with a rag because I just want to clean off the dust. And somebody might say, yeah, but maintenance does that. Yeah, but I want to I wanna do it, and I want to go underneath my stuff and pick up my stuff and, and do that. And I can say that chant to either cleanse or draw attraction or I can do both make sure you change rags though if you're going to do that and make sure you're changing directions of the way that you wipe but then after I get through with the chant I just do a breath onto my desk and then I'll chant again in my head and I'll do another breath and it's okay that it's a little bit noisy yeah there are a lot of ways to be there we always talk about creating ritual in all of your mundane activities mm -hmm. and making everything in your life magical. Mm -hmm. This is an opportunity to do that that will benefit your safety and privacy. Yeah. If you want to draw love to yourself, I mean, love as in, oh, Corey, what am I thinking? Love to yourself for your work, for, for the work that you're doing. Does oh, that recognition. Yeah, recognition. Yeah. yeah. We you might have supplies like a piece of like paper and a pencil, scissors. All of those things are normal in an office setting. And then if you wanted to, there's this great thing called potpourri. You might say to somebody that oh, it just smells a little stiff and stale in here. And in a box where you have a small piece of paper and a pencil and a pair of scissors, you can put in some dried rose petals and mm -hmm. some lavender flowers. Yeah. You might be able to get away with a rose quartz stone or something like that, but that might give something away. But you could probably get away with something that's copper or silver, maybe a pen or even a paper clip. Yeah. There, voila, you have a love spell sitting on your desk drawing love and recognition to yourself. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's really, it's really easy to do for some places. I recognize that some places are not going to be this. So if you're headed into a factory job, I don't know if anybody out there is. Anybody out there, are you doing factory work? Or maybe you're working at one of the big box places or DoorDash and you're running into places, that's where if you're allowed, if, if herbs don't bother you in your shoes or you can even stitch, if, if you're allowed to wear tennis shoes, you can stitch something into the cloth that is on like the tongue of your tennis mm -hmm. shoes, a sigil or something like that, that won't annoy you as you're working. 
Because sometimes when you're in a factory, you can't wear any jewelry either. Right. Yeah. And I know a lot of people, plumbers, other me mechanics and such, when they're married, they'll wear those rubber rings uh -huh. so that, yeah, to just still signify that. Yeah. If you wanted to, you could grab one of those yeah. and and infuse it with energy of whatever spell you want to bring into work. Mm -hmm. Either the protection, the banishing, or the... Also, if you are driving around in your car all day alone, mm -hmm. your car is a place that you can do that. If you're working so delivery gig, mm -hmm. no one else is in your car but you. And I would think, I, I do uh, I do magic work in my car <laughs> because I don't know about all of you, but it was not until I was in my 40s that I purchased a new car. <laughs> I always had used older cars and they would break down a lot. And so I started doing magic in my cars to just keep it running and doing the maintenance. And because sometimes the when the car breaks down, it's more expensive to fix than, than you want to spend. Yeah. So trying to keep that up, reinforcing that magically was really important for me when I was driving around in my car. But I would think, too... You use your car for pleasure and for work. If you're using it for work, you might want to put a different little spell in your glove box for when you're working and maybe take it in and recharge it. Oh, and that's the other thing too, y'all. Make sure that if you are leaving things at work, see if you can take them home once a month, transfer them out or bring something new and replace what you've got there so that you can charge it at home mm -hmm. in your energy on your altar, in your circle. Yeah. I am currently working on a long-term money-slash-abundance spell to mm -hmm. help bolster the mundane budget work that I'm doing right now. That is also workplace magic. Like That is something I am putting on my desk where I do my work and using that as part of my workplace magic. Also, as part of like, a reminder why I am currently, like, accepting the fact that I am here at this job, and it is not forever, and here is some extra motivation, like, you you will be able to leave soon. Yeah. That's currently kind of one thing I'm working on. It can be very tempting, if you don't mind me changing gears a tiny oh, bit. Oh, please, please. Um, I feel like I've be been talking a lot. very <laughs> tempting to want to do workplace magic on others. And if it's not tempting, you're made of sterner stuff than I am. It can be very tempting to want to work magic on others. I will say there has only been a couple of times in the three years that I've been at my job that I have worked magic that would affect others. And it was entirely like protection for me based, but it was absolutely protection for me by removing this issue. Yes. I recognize that. Yeah. I don't think I'm some elevated being that did it all out of selflessness or just focused on me so no one else would be affected. No, this person was making my life very, 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 very fucking hard. And they were not being held accountable and they were not, it was a whole thing. And I did a magic around that that was expose this person to the people that matter so that they can be held accountable. And then that person stopped working there. So I want to point out about that. 
I yes. don't think that's doing anything to anybody. That's that's a revel. It's just a revealing spell. It and felt hopefully- very pointed. I was yeah. not necessarily in my greatest feelings about it at the time. That's okay. Um, but I definitely like. I try to keep it. I try to keep it in quote unquote me statements. Mm-hmm. But this was definitely like expose this person for the bullshit they are doing. I have also done exactly one binding spell at work. Mm. And I was able to release that, and that person is on a different team now, and I don't have to worry about it. It's very occasionally. I've Just a, so little. Yeah, I've done a cutting the cord spell because I, yeah, I did a cutting the cord spell with a colleague at work, and I haven't seen them in person since before the pandemic, and we mm-hmm. still work in the same department. I do see them on Zoom. I wish them no harm. I just wish myself also no harm. And I've done some other magic around that. And I absolutely asked for a liar to be ejected from my workplace. And she was left on her own accord. And yeah, so sometimes, sometimes you do do that and just be ready to pay the cost. Yeah. Make the right... I don't want to call them sacrifices because every time you say sacrifice, yeah, it just brings up all this bad thing about witches. And I know some people, some witches do work with things that I never would. I think you said it. It's an offering, right, Corey? Is that what Mm -hmm. you said? Yeah. Making offerings. But also know that sometimes you, you do have to give something up. Yep. My mom says this thing where she goes, is the cake worth the bake? Mm -hmm. And I think about that a lot. Yeah. When I'm like, I want this to happen. Okay, we want this to happen. So what are you willing to do to make it happen? I'm like, "Mm." Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm. I don't know. (laughs) Those are really great questions to ask. What are you willing to do? Yeah. I was willing to give up a class that I love teaching and Mm. teach other classes. Yeah. Yeah. I also, I would love to say maybe you are a business owner Mm -hmm. and your workplace magic is focused more around like protection for your business, but also attracting clientele or attracting attention and customers or presenting a very curated image to the, to the world or you want to do magic around sustainable sourcing or things like that. That's also workplace magic. Yeah, it is. And it's also rad and good. Work isn't always bad. Work no. can be fun. Work is great. I just happen to work in health. <laughs> I um, And I, I'm in a mixed place. <laughs> mm. And I'm working more from home. And I really, really love that. I, I love working from here. Yeah, I'm enjoying working from home. I do love that. It's I like it enough that it's become the like when I look for other places to work, it's can I work from home? Yeah. Like that that's a thing that has become important to me and will continue mm. to be important to me, especially as my mother and I live in the same place and that she continues to like age in place and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. The last bit of magic that I'll mention is communication magic. Mm. And being Mm -hmm. aware of Mercury retrogrades and what to propose and, uh, yeah, just communication magic before you write an email. Just 
again, setting a little ritual, a magical ritual. You might touch a mustard seed that you wear around your neck. You might take a breath and let it out as you press send after you've checked it five million times and there's still a typo. That would be me. Yeah. I love (laughs) proofreading. Proofreading is the best because it it helps you make sure you're communicating like clearly and effectively. It does. And that requires slowing down. And if you have ADHD, that might be hard. It's a little tricky. And sometimes you might forget and not be consistent about proofreading before you send something. I don't know who I'm talking about. Me. I'm talking about me. Me. (laughs) I mean, I think you're also talking about all of us because I definitely (laughs) also do that. Yeah. That's it that I have. Do you want to drop any pearls of wisdom? I try not to dump too many, too much of my energy on workplace magic. And I say dump. I mean, what I mean is... Spend? Spend. I try not to, I try not to invest more than is necessary because my energy is precious. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I don't care for my place of employment and I try to do very little work, whether that's magical or not off the clock. Mm -hmm. So when I do it, it's usually like I have clocked in and now I am doing these things. I just, it's important and I recognize its importance and I recognize its utility and I recognize that it helps me. Mm hmm. But I try to save as much of my energy for other things as I can because we all spend too much time at work, like objectively. We're already spending that precious resource. I work very, very, very hard to make sure that there is a clear delineation between what is required of me and what isn't. That's great. So protecting your energy and being aware Mm -hmm. of protecting your energy, there's a magic all in itself. And you made me think of something else. I want to hop on your owner idea about putting all that magic out there and that workplace magic. If you are in a job you love and you do want things to, even if you're not, and you want to spend this energy creating a work environment with your magic and what you do and the energy that you're bringing to that place and Letting those blessings, I'll call them, wash over your colleagues can be very helpful. So sometimes when you're bringing in positive things for yourself, like lavender or roses or whatever you're bringing that is allowed in that office, you can share that with your work community Yeah, to keep it on that positive side. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. there's always not events. N- yeah. And not toxic positivity. "Mm." I was going to say, I agree with you. Toxic positivity is not the way. But Mm -mm. there's also going to be events where there's like food. Yeah. Or drinks. And you're like bringing stuff to potlucks and whatnot. Like, you can pour your love and desire for the rising tide to lift all ships into that food. Yes, you can. So much opportunity for workplace magic, you all. Yeah. And if you have any questions about this or we didn't address something that you're curious about, or you want to add your own ideas, please contact us. We love yeah. that. You know we love that. You can leave comments on Spotify now. I know it's been that way for a little while, but you can leave comments on Spotify now. You can. You can leave comments on our Instagram. You can leave comments on our Patreon, our Discord. You can message us at our email. 
You can write us a letter to our P.O. box that I haven't checked in a while and we should probably check it. <laughs> Got you. Yeah. Hey, let's throw up some I sparks. Are you ready for that? I would love to. Woohoo. I will go Ooh. first, if that is all right. I would love that. I want to shout out to Joanna If you're on our Instagram, I shared her calendar for next year. She's an artist. She's a witchy artist. She has an oracle deck called The Goddess and Spirits of the European Man. She has an online shop. She's written a book called Magic Home, which I just do that today. And yes, as soon as I can, I will be ordering it. But I have some of her prints in my office and in my, I used to have them in my recording studio. They have definitely been on our Instagram page before, but her goddess calendar is just absolutely beautiful. And I just want to shout her out. She's at J-O-H-A-N-N-A-P-O-L-L-E.com. Joanna Pole. And I love her artwork so freaking much. And her calendar looks, I wow. do get her calendar every year. Yeah. It's That's gorgeous. gorgeous. It? Ooh. Yeah. And the way that her calendar comes, I haven't looked at it this year, but I then cut out the calendar days and frame the goddesses from right from there. Gorgeous. And if I want a bigger one, I will go to her Etsy. And she also has a Patreon, which I just discovered is where yeah. Love that. So that if you do that, I think if you're at her highest level, which is 14, you get discounts on her artwork and her Etsy That's shop. fun. Yeah. We love a fun. discount. Yeah. What about you? My spark this week is a tarot deck that I Ooh. bought while I was in Joseph in Oregon a couple of weeks ago. I found this deck and it's not new or anything, but it's new to me. And it's called Tarot of the Divine by Yoshi Yoshitani. Mm. It is so beautiful. It is basically gods and deities and myths from around the world for each of the cards. And each card explains also in the little white book what the myth is, where it's from. There's one of Gilgamesh and Enkidu. I think it's like the lovers. Anyway, it's great. It's great. It's beautiful. If you saw last week's tarot poll on Patreon that I did, that was the deck I used. The art is so beautiful. And you can also just follow Yoshi Yoshitani on Instagram. And you should. Their art is beautiful and amazing. And they are so good. I cannot recommend this tarot deck enough. It is so gorgeous. I'm on their website right now. I really encourage you to order the deck if you want to order it from their yes. website. Please don't go to Amazon. There have been so many, and please don't go to Timu. Is that don't how go you to say Timu. it? Tem don't go to Timu for anything, you all. There's so many thieves on there. That's why things are so cheap. There's a lot of slave labor. I'm just begging you, please don't. No, no, I'm not shaming you. If you do, you do. But especially tarot decks and artwork, so much of that is ripped off and not the actual yeah. artist. So, and if you do buy from Amazon, go to the artist website first and follow their link to Amazon if that's the only place they have Because then they get a kickback for that. They do. They get a kickback and they all, but not very much. Yeah. It, whereas if you order directly from their website, they make all of it. Yeah. Those are, but it, this is gorgeous. And they have stickers. Oh, I know. They have, 
stickers and so much stuff. Oh my gosh. And prints. Anyway, that's all for, that's all I have for this week. My, I'm in love with the hermit. Oh my goodness. Gorgeous. They sell prints. There's Celtic artwork along with all the Japanese. Just beautiful. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And what I love, too, is if there's, say, a, an indigenous myth from Turtle Island, they mm-hmm. will clarify which tribe and where it's from. Nice. Which is great. Well, how exciting. It's great. Very cool. But, yeah, that's mine. Cool. Hey, everybody. Until next time. Be well. Act with intent. And don't forget, you are magic. Thank you so much for listening. Please, if you are so inclined, follow us on our socials, which is Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Bonfire Babble Podcast. You can also follow us or join us on Patreon at Bonfire Babble Witches on Patreon and our website at bonfirebabble.com. You can also join our community on Discord by clicking the link in our link tree. If you're into snail mail, you can send us that at P.O. Box 16341, Seattle, Washington, 98116. And if you want to do that electronic thing, we're at bonfirebabblepodcast at gmail.com. Please also, if you have a moment, leave us a rating or a review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen. It helps us out. It also helps other people find us. Yeah, and if you do it on Apple where you can actually write something, we will shout you out your name. Thank you again for listening. Bonfire Babble Podcast recognizes that we live and record on the traditional lands of the Duwamish tribe. We honor their past and present stewardship of the beautiful land and the life-giving energy they provide. To learn more about the tribe, go to realrentduwamish.org.